Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply was a holiday party at Kimberly's house and all were invited, including her spouse. And I and the game master pleasantly sat on the sofa with Kevin in his FSU hat. E gods, the doorbell at this hour? On the eve of this unspecified winter holiday? Special delivery for Broad Wasted, a last minute holiday gift. And it's a big, bright, beautiful present. Who's sending us a gift like this? I mean, Kevin, all good gifts around us are sent from Amazon. Well, this one's from Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana? Gary, Indiana. All right, well, goodbye until tomorrow. So a last-minute present for Broad Wasted. I mean, why not? Tis the season, right? It's not a hard candy Christmas. So here we go. Uh, uh, right there. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take the ribbon off. Here it is, boys. Here it is, world. Here's... A book? Ugh, I bet it's from my friend Mary and the librarian. So what do we do with this book? The only thing you can do in a situation like this, open it and read it out loud to one another. And have it magically come alive with an all-star cast of friends of the show. And we can each step into the story as an important featured character along the way. Y- yeah, to- totally. Great idea, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. Hey, could you quickly go and uh, pour us another round before we start? Yeah, yeah, of course. Hold on. I'm Great. so excited. Yeah, you'll see it. <laughs> Brian, what's wrong? I kind of cast the whole radio play and forgot to set a part aside for Kevin. Well, Brian. Uh, we're just gonna have to think of something. No more talk of darkness. Kevin's coming back. All right, drinks are filled. Everyone ready? Wait, what's this thing called anyway? A, a Broadway wasted Carol Channing. What? Carol Channing? I'm sorry, I can't say Carol without saying Channing. It's like a reflex. Well, I, I mean, it does kind of have a ring to it. A broad-waisted Carol Channing. Yeah. What? No, we can't just change the title like this. Shall we put it to a vote? All in favor of changing the title to Brian's brilliant edition, say aye. Guys! Aye. So without further ado, we present to you a broad-waisted Carol Channing.
Charlie was dead, as dead as a doornail. I'm sorry, is a doornail dead? I mean, how dead can an inanimate object be? You have to have life at one point to be dead. And Jesus, that's a morbid way to start a holiday story. Kimberly, please, just let it go. Charlie was dead. As a doornail. Just keep moving on. This must be established and believed, or nothing you will hear after this will be cool, boy. Charlie was survived by his business partner, Ticket Feaser Scrooge. Together, Charlie and Scrooge have been the most influential and ruthless theater critics in New York City. They tore down countless productions with their words, but words fail, and since Charlie's death, Scrooge has lived a les miserable life alone in his writing office. Well, almost alone, except for his timid assistant, Bobby Cratchit. Bobby rose from his usual place in his own little corner in his own little chair and meekly approached Scrooge's desk. Um, uh, Mr. Scrooge, I... Yes, what is it, Cratchit? Well, sir, it's just... I I was thinking, uh, seeing as tomorrow is a day of unspecified religious and economic importance spent with family and friends, I was... I was thinking I might leave early to... Before Cratchit could finish his request, two cheery and lovable figures appeared. Two featured members of the ensemble. One might even call them the Ensemblists. Together they burst into the office and commanded center stage. Hello, Scrooge and Charlie. Do I have the pleasure of addressing Mr. Scrooge or Charlie? We tried Facebook stalking you, but neither of you have a clear profile pic. Mr. Charlie has been dead these past seven years. Oh, Oh, we're so sorry. When a loved one dies, we often feel as if we could have done more. Well, I say, what's the use of wondering? (laughs) He was your partner and you loved him. That's all there is to that. Cratchit, can you explain who sent in the clowns? (laughs) (laughs) Very funny. Very well played. Everybody needs a good laugh in the holiday season. And everyone deserves support in their time of need. So that's why we're here going around to collect money for an important organization, Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. So what can we put you down for? Nothing. You wish to remain anonymous. I wish to remain alone in the universe. Sir, at times like this, there are people who need our help. Are there no chain gangs? Are there no orphanages? Many refuse to go there, and many would rather die. Well, then they had better do it and decrease the standing room population. Now, good day. But, sir... Get out! Don't try to stop me, Horace, please! Just wave your little hand and whisper so long, dearie. Dearie should have said so long, so long ago. Uh, happy holidays. Jesus Christ, Superstar, I'm tired of all these people thinking just because it's the holiday season that I should feel compelled to empty my pockets or alleviate the burdens of others when they say, give us your money. There's a fine, fine line, Bobby. Those two ensemblists just don't get it, Cratchit. Feelings don't mean Jack Frost in this world. All that matters is money, money, money. But, Mr. Scrooge... No more questions, please. No more. But it's the holiday, sir, and and I'd like to spend tomorrow with my family. Take that look off your face. I can see through your smile. No, I know that I'm right. I bet you didn't sleep good last night. Couldn't wait to bring all of this holiday crap to my door. Well, I've got news for you. That's why you're poor. Poor, poor Pharaoh. What you gonna do? It's just one short day in the evergreen city. One short day full of so much to do. All right, all right. You can leave now. (gasps) And you can have the day off tomorrow. (gasps) But you need to take home my newest review and edit it and have it ready to go on my desk first thing the following morning. And remember, make that coffee black. Uh, Yes, sir, of course. So, um, who are you tearing apart this week? The podcast Broad Wasted. 
The article's called All the Broad Wasted Time. Once the public reads this, the broad-wasted crew won't even be allowed to look at a microphone ever again. I can't wait to... Hello, Uncle! Scrooge's niece, Fred, had come bursting in like Mary Lennox after she found the key in the door to the secret garden. I'm sorry, did you say Scrooge's niece, Fred? We changed it to niece, but we kept Fred? Yep. It's just, that name doesn't really seem to fit her. Lady, that's my life story. Happy holidays, Uncle Scrooge. The holidays. Zootabah humbug. Come, Uncle. We need a little Christmas. Right this very minute. Someone drown out this nonsense. Where's that boy with the bugle? Forget about the boy, Uncle. Come, join me and my husband for a holiday feast tomorrow. If you came, we'd be delighted. It would be lovely. Fred, my niece, you have extended this invitation every year, and I have turned you down every year. I'm obnoxious and disliked. Did you know that? I hadn't heard. Why must you continue to torment me by asking every year? Because I know you're going to say yes one time when I ask. It won't be long now, I guarantee. I know it's today. I think you should go. And I am telling you, I'm not going. Little girl, hey. The door? It's that way. But at this time of year, Uncle, ain't it good to know you've got a friend? I don't need a friend. And I don't need the holidays. And I don't need you barging in here and bothering me while I'm trying to work. Now get out and stay out. Dinner is tomorrow at 8. My husband would really like to meet you. Why did you get married, Fred? Because I fell in love. Love is a many splendored thing. Love lifts us up where we belong. All you need is love. Please, don't start that again. You're just at the I love you, you're perfect phase. Just wait for the now change part. Can't it just be I love you because? No. Now, good day, Fred. Happy holidays, Cratchit. Happy holidays, Fred. Seasons of love, Uncle. Zootabah humbug. So, I guess I'll be going now. The revised copy of All the Broad Wasted Time better be on my desk earlier than first thing the day after tomorrow. What's earlier than first thing? Way back in the day. Now, get out of here, Cratchit. Uh, thank you, sir. And a very happy... Cratchit! Happy day by day. Day by day. Oh, dear Lord. And another hundred people just applied for your job. Okay, I'm going. The holidays. Zutaba humbug. Scrooge walked the snowy streets of the theater district of New York City on his way to his nearby penthouse apartment. He could have taken a yellow cab or an Uber, but walking was cheap and Scrooge preferred his money to stay in one place, in his pocket. As he approached the door of his apartment building and waited for the doorman, he felt a strong chill in the air. Where's the doorman? This is ridiculous. I'm calling the co-op board. holidays. We're closed to renovations over the holiday season, so leave a message. You know what makes me crazy? I'm sorry, can I say this? You know what makes me nuts? The fact I have to pay a doorman, pay a doorman to work at night, work all the time, but now I'm alone, and there is no doorman. No, there's not. No, really, that's exactly what is happening. Have I said too much? There's nothing more I can think of to say to them. Well, I guess I better just grab the handle myself. Scrooge reached for the door, the antique door with the elaborate knocker with the face of a lion. A Lion King, if you will. The Lion King knocker right in front of his eyes suddenly seemed to change and come alive. Jesus! 
Charlie, my old partner. And just like that, the face of Scrooge's old partner Charlie was gone and the knocker had returned to normal. I know the truth. Scrooge was shook, but he stayed strong, holding to the ground. Zoot humbug! Scrooge unlocked the door and entered the apartment building, quickly closing the door behind him. And just for one moment, he stopped to check for Charlie's man bun in the back of the doorframe. Man buns. Zoot humbug! Scrooge ascended the darkened staircase and slowly made his way to his apartment. He could have lit the flashlight on his iPhone, but darkness was cheap and Scrooge liked it. Scrooge entered his apartment and proceeded his nightly routine. He stripped out of his clothes and put on his pajamas and gypsy robe and ordered Chinese food on Seamless. And just like every night, after he placed his order, he immediately called the restaurant. Hello. This is... Yes, it's Ticket Feaser Scrooge. I just wanted to remind you that the buzzer from my apartment doesn't work, so the delivery boy needs to call my cell when he's downstairs, and I'll push the button to let him in. And if he's not here in the next ten minutes, there's no tip. Scrooge sat down to wait for his food in silence, just like any other night, only... The buzzer of Scrooge's door, the buzzer that had been broken for more than ten years, suddenly began going off repeatedly. Scrooge's initial shock turned to outrage. I told them to have the delivery boy call me, though this is incredibly fast service for once. Yes? Hello? Damn thing's still broken. Hello? Hello? Ticket fees are Scrooge! It sounded as if the entire chain gang was climbing the stairs to Scrooge's apartment. Uh, I, uh... Sure, it's just a noisy neighbor. That girl in 14G. I wish she'd learn to sing the Unchained Melody. Whoever you are, Zutaba Humbug. I'm not afraid of anything. Yet mountains, dragons, water, dark or unearthly voices and rattling chains. Be gone with you, Zutaba Humbug. Hi, you just walked through the wall. Whatever you are, you can't be of this earth. No, Scrooge, I'm a ghost. The musical. What? Oh, never mind, forget it. Because we all did zing. Wait. I remember that cutting remark. That was from my review. Who are you? Ask me who I was. Wow, who called the semantics police? Who were you, then? In life, I was a famous author, Charlie Dickens. And for the purpose of this story, apparently your partner. Charlie Dickens, my old partner. Oh, okay. So this is the part I'm confused about. Do theatre critics have partners? And why would I be a theatre critic when I'm a famous author? Charlie, if you didn't resurrect to say your lines and cooperate with the story, why did you even appear at all? Because frankly, I'm not too happy with your interpretation of my classic story. I mean, we're only in the first part and already you're taking all these liberties. I mean, I value my work. Okay. I worked hard on this story and you're just having your way with a Christmas carol. Channing! Well, who the hell is that? Sorry, I can't help but continue. This has gone on long enough. I mean, you don't see anyone taking all of a twist and turning it into a family-friendly musical, do you? Well, actually... What? Seriously? That's just great. Next you're going to tell me something crazy, like 
someone, I don't know, took something I didn't even finish writing and made it some kind of choose-your-own-adventure farce. You know what, Charlie? Maybe you shouldn't think about it. A man could go quite mad. Let's just get on with the script. Ticket fees are Scrooge. We were two kinsmen in life, but now, in my death, I have learned that no good can come from bad. The wages of sin are high and lead along the garden path to hell. You must see the writing on the wall, Scrooge, before it's too late. Look at the chains I wear that I forged in life. But Charlie, is that... Yes, I wear the chandelier from the Phantom of the Opera. This was the afterlife, Swayed, settling up the score. Your chains were as big as this chandelier seven holidays ago. They have since grown like a wild rosa bud. Surely you didn't just come here to frighten me and prophesize my doom? If you did, then you might as well make your murderer's confession now, because this news is killing me. Please, Charlie, speak some comfort to me. I've come to give you a chance to avoid my fate. You shall be visited by three spirits. The first will appear just before Moonfall. The second, just before Moonfall, reprise. The third... Wait, Charlie, are these three spirits the chance you spoke of? Yes. Well, then I think I'd rather not. Time grows short, Ticket Feeser. You must learn that there's more to life than money. And writing scathing reviews of amazing podcasts like Broad Wasted. And wait, why is there a theatre critic reviewing a podcast? I thought you said your time was short. We must see both sides of the coin, Ticket Feeser. You must discover where is love. Consider yourself warned, Scrooge. Really? Try reviewing the situation before your finale. Now I must go. Expect the first spirit at moonfall. Cheer up, Charlie. Give us a smile. My time is up. I must go. Uh, uh, sorry. Ticket, 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 Charlie opened a new window and disappeared into the night. Scrooge ran to the window to watch and saw outside an entire ensemble of ghosts flying through the streets. Scrooge saw Charlie float down to a young girl, struggling to bundle up under her small, thin blanket on the street. She was in the dear of Hanson's standby line for the following morning. And try as he may, Charlie couldn't do anything to warm her up. But like a great comet pulled out of orbit as it passes the sun, Charlie was forced to move on and join the other ghosts before the ghost's parade passed him by. Zootabah humbug. Hello? Oh, yes, the Chinese food. You're downstairs? Good. I'll push the buzzer to let you in. And you better have my egg roll, Mr. Goldstone. What was that? Was that him? Was that me? Did a ghost really visit me? Just visit me? And did I visit back? Was Scrooge wrong? Was he mad? Was that all? Did Charlie miss him? Was he suddenly getting bored with him? Scrooge pushed the encounter with Charlie out of his mind, and he ate his Chinese quickly and quietly, though he did glance more than once at the window, just in case. After supper time, he watched New York Ones on stage and quickly retired to his bedroom for the evening. Outside, Scrooge heard the soft voice of a caroler singing of the holiday only hours away from arriving. 
can't you spare a dime or two? Here, but for the grace of God, go you. You'll be merry, I'll be merry, though merry ain't in my vocabulary. No sleigh bells, no Santa Claus, no Yule log, no tinsel, no holly, no hearth, no Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. No room at the Holiday Inn. Oh, no. And it's beginning to snow. Go away and sing for your supper somewhere else. Uh, Please, sir. Can you spare anything for a cold and hungry beggar on this joyous holiday eve? Pennies or nickels or dimes? All I'm asking for is change. You better scram now or I'll call Officer Krupke. All right, I'm going, I'm going. Happy holidays to you too, old man. Zootabah humbug, you riffraff. Get out of here, street rat. Riffraff? Street rat? I don't buy that. If only they'd look closer. Would they see a poor boy? No siree. They'd find out there's so much more to... I seriously just called Cops the Musical. There was a Cops the Musical? Yeah, it was in pre-production or at least in the reading phase at some point. Wow, they'll write a musical about anything. Next, they'll write a musical just about writing a musical. Title of show? Uh, I don't know. Something like, show where we write a show at the same time. Anyway, Scrooge quickly shut the light off and turned the bed down and thought once more of the scene with Charlie. Isn't it funny you believe that it was real? Pretty funny. That whole event was just a movie in my mind. What if the world were like the movies? Scrooge closed his eyes and began to drift off to sleep when suddenly... If it's that caroler again... It's time, Ticket Feasel, for you to remember once upon a December. Who do you think you are barging in on me in my boudoir? I am the toast of Broadway Pass. Scrooge's bedroom began to melt away as the years flew back. I can see it shining somewhere. Bright lights somewhere invite me to come there and learn. And I'm ready. Are you sure you're ready? I can show you a world shining, shimmering, splendid. I'm ready. Ticket fees are, ticket fees are, open your eyes. You haven't opened them since we arrived. I can't. Why not? I'm afraid. Of your past? But Scrooge, all I can show you are shadows of the things that have already been. We cannot be harmed by what has already happened. But I'd rather pretend I'm something better than these broken parts. Pretend I'm something better than this mess that I am so I don't have to look at it and no one gets to look at it. No, no one can really see. You're right, Ticket Feaser. No one can see until they open their eyes. And you've been given a chance to find a way back to then. So give it a chance and tell me, who is that small boy sitting on the bleachers alone? Scrooge opened his eyes and found himself in a place he hadn't thought of in a long time. A place he had truly blocked away in his mind. 
Do you know where we are, Ticket Feaser? Know it? I'd recognize it blindfolded. This was the camp I attended as a child. A sports ball camp. But you're not playing sports ball with the other children, are you? No. I'm sitting and watching children play sports ball. I'm watching children play sports ball. I'm watching Jewish boys who cannot play sports ball play sports ball. You just couldn't get your, get your, get your head in the game, though, could you? No. There was no I in T-E-A-M for me, for I belonged in the theater. Um, there's no I in theater? Acting. There's an I in acting. Yeah, okay, it's a stretch, but I'll give it to you. I know this is a dark you-know-well ticket feeser, but behold, this memory is not as dark as it may seem. Do you know this funny girl who seems to be running up to you filled with excitement? Ticket! Ticket! Oh, Ticket Feaser! Oh, Spirit, it's my little sister, Fanny. Why did you call her a funny girl? Well, if a girl isn't pretty... My love makes her beautiful. She was the greatest star. Spirit, a person who needed people. She was one of the luckiest people in the world. Oh, Ticket, I've come to take you home, for good. Father is ever so much kinder now, and he's tried to make me happy, but I've told him I'd rather be blue over you than be happy with somebody else. And for once, he didn't rain on my parade. He actually agreed with me and said you could come home. Home to Henry Street. Oh, Fanny, what a lovely holiday surprise. And look at you all grown up. Who are you now? The little duckling is turning into the swan. Come! I have a car service outside. Let's go out and celebrate. I want to be seen with you tonight. Let's just enjoy being together for this special season and find a place filled with the music that makes me dance. (laughs) (laughs) She died young, your sister Fanny. Yes, she did. Sometimes people leave you halfway through the wood. Do not let it grieve you. For no one leaves for good. And Fanny left behind a child. Yes, my niece, Fred. She has her eyes. She has my Fanny's hazel eyes. The eyes that closed and left me all alone. I just... What is it? I just wish I'd been nicer to my niece when I saw her today. That's all. Now... Please, there must be other memories to visit in these shadow lands. Yes. Let us visit another holiday season, some years later, when you were no longer a boy, but a young man. The gymnasium melted away and Scrooge and the toast of Broadway past were transported through time. As the space around him materialized, Scrooge immediately recognized the room from his past as if he had just been there yesterday. Scrooge and the spirit were standing in a large, warm room cluttered with furniture covered in drawings, playbills, and papers. An excited energy seemed to permeate the air and bring old Scrooge to life as he skipped around the space, taking everything in. Do you know this place, Ticket Feaser? Know it? 
It's the lights of Broadway's show cards workshop. I interned here as a young man. Ah, 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 there, there I am now. Into the room strode an attractive man full of life and vitality. He was carrying a clipboard and moving too fast as he frantically spoke into the phone. Yes, I wanted that next shipment of cards sent out this week. Well, of course I know it's the holidays. I am trying to run a business here, so you gonna help me? Now, you may see me going through it, you may think there's nothing to it, but I simply cannot do it alone. Hello? Ticket Caesar, come now, put down the work for the night. It's the holidays. When old Scrooge beheld the warm and festive man who entered with a smile, his old eyes lit up like fireworks. Look at the fireworks. Enough in the heights, Brian. Sorry. Scrooge was finally fully dressed because he had a smile from ear to ear to ear. And not from head to toe. What? That matters. Scrooge, do you know this man? Oh, it's my old employer. The artist behind the lights of Broadway show cards. Good old Fezzy Squigs. Mr. Fezzy Squigs, I was just on the phone with the shipping office and they were telling me they won't be able to ship by tomorrow. Ticket Phaser, please. Drink with me. Today's gone by. Forget about working and another day. Because here we are and what was once a world is a star. Tonight! It's my annual holiday party. Come, tonight we celebrate. Let's raise a glass. But Mr. Fezzy No time. The party guests are here. Welcome to my party. Glad you stumbled in. Welcome to my party. Mr. Fezzy Squigs, uh, where's the ice? Party! Ticket Feaser, I absolutely order you to have fun. And to help things along, all I need is the girl. So, Ticket Feaser, I'd like to introduce my daughter. Look, here she comes. The girl who's strange but special. (laughs) A most peculiar mademoiselle. It's a pity and a sin she doesn't quite fit in. Because she really is a funny girl. A beauty, but a funny girl. She really is a funny girl. My daughter, Belle. Belle, meet Ticket Feaser. Old Ticket Feaser Scrooge watched intently as his younger self looked up from the clipboard to see a beautiful, sweet girl in a white dress with a blue satin sash. You could see it in the younger man's eyes. In his life, there were so many questions and answers that somehow seemed wrong. How strange. This feeling that my life's begun at last. This change. Can people really fall in love so fast? Ah, miss. I'm sure I don't know what you mean. You forget yourself. If I told you all the words I've yet to say, would they matter or would you simply turn and walk away? If I hold you, would you tell me I should go? Do I chance it or would it just be better not to know? Why don't you ask me to dance? After all, the best things happen while you're dancing. But I don't dance. Don't ask me. Then I guess this is goodbye, old pal. Wait! What do you say, Ticket Feaser? Take a chance on me? I have two left feet, but I might as well enjoy the trip. Let's go dancing through life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. Ouch. Oops. No, be careful. Okay. Um, (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Tell me, ticket feaser, why do you look so sad at what seems to be such a joyous meeting of two young people? I have truly not seen you happier than you were in this moment. It's... it's nothing. You're trembling. Are you afraid? No. No, I'm not afraid of anyone. Not a soul alive can get behind this wall. So let them call and watch them fall, because... After all... You're not afraid? 
Then what is it that you felt? I felt nothing. Shall we move on from this night? Just one year away, though the setting is the same. But so much has happened in a year, hasn't it, Ticket Feeser? How do you measure a year? Measure in love? The rooms seemed to change, and yet many things remained. Most of the people were the same, just in different outfits, and with subtle signs that Father Time had gently kissed their faces and hands with a reminder that everything changes. But young Scrooge and Belle were still together with their arms around each other, and it seemed they were the new romance. Do you remember this moment, Ticket Visa? Yes. This is the night I popped the question. Think of it. A secret engagement. Look, my future bride, just think of it. But why is it secret? What have we to hide? Nothing. But that's also all I have to show for myself, Belle. Nothing. That's all I have to offer you. A life of nothing. I don't need anything but you. But I do. I want to provide a real life for us. I don't want us to find ourselves free just like everyone to wear rags. And I can't buy a better life with dreams. I can't spend my whole life dreaming. Though I know that's all I seem inclined to do, I ain't getting any younger, and I want to start brand new. I need space and fresh air. Let them laugh in my face. I don't care. Save my place. Shh, Ticket Feaser. It's okay. As long as you love me, I don't care who knows. Just be real. That's all I'm asking. Not some painting in my head. Because I'm dead if I can't count on you today. I've got nothing if I ain't got Ticket Feaser Scrooge. Oh, Belle. Ask me how to describe this whole beautiful thing. Well, if I were you, I'd go ding, dong, ding, dong, ding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Belle. (laughs) Oh, toast of Broadway past. Why can't it be like it was? I liked the way that it was. Oh, things were easier then. Trouble is, Ticket Feaser, that's what everyone does. Blames the way it is on the way it was. On the way it never, ever was. There's one more memory with Belle. I don't know if I can bear to see it. Don't turn away, it's only love. Love changes everything. The party suddenly melted away and Scrooge and the toast of Christmas past traveled a few years ahead. As the new memory began to materialize, Scrooge's heart sank for he knew it was coming. Young man Scrooge seemed to have aged quite a lot in the few years that had passed. He was now hunched over a laptop, typing away. Belle appeared in the doorway, clearly showing the signs of days and days and days. Should I wear my red dress or blue? Red. What? The Follies ticket, Feaser! I have to finish this draft. Oh, you fool. Take her out. Do what she needs. Just look at her. Look at her pale and ivory skin. Oh, look at her looking so sad, so queer. Promise not to retreat to the darkness. Back to your laptop. Not to you. Not to you. Look at her. Look at her. These are but the shadows of things that have been, Ticket Feaser. You must live with what's real. Let go of what's past. And maybe you'll see it. At last. Please, Belle, I need to work. I will see you later. When, Ticket Feaser? You never seem to have time for me anymore. I'm working here so that we can have our dream. And I'm a part of that. I'm a part of that. I'm a part of that. 
Aren't I? Bell, I- Ticket fees are wait. I will always remember the first stolen moments. There you were, kissing me, and time seemed to freeze. Now I stand at a crossroad, and I stare at a question. If prayer were the answer, I'd fall on my knees. But forward is calling, and I cannot stay here. A parting of souls as I try to move on. How do I forget the dream you shared with me? Belle, can we talk about this later? There's no reason for me to stay. What about love? Come on, just mention love. The timing's bad, I know, but I see what I didn't make clear, that you belong right here, that you don't have to go. Boy, just tell her you're so much in love. Another idol has replaced me in your heart. A golden one. Shaped like a Tony. Tony, 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 Tony. You are no longer the man who asked me to marry him, and I'm tired of waiting for him to magically appear again. Tell me the truth, Ticket Feaser. If someone like you met someone like me, now, the way that I am, do you think suddenly nothing would ever be the same? Do you? Please, you fool, I beg you, run away with her. Texas in the summer is cool. You'll be on the road like Jack Kerouac looking back. Belle is ready to go. Don't you dare say the words that will chill all the air. You will not accept who I am. I am what I do, which you knew, which you always knew, which I thought you were a part of. No, you are complete, Ticket Feaser. You, all alone. We do not belong together. So anyway, I- I'm leaving. I thought you'd like to know. I just came to say goodbye, love. Goodbye. No, Belle, don't walk away from me. I have nothing, nothing, nothing if I don't have you. May you be happy with the life you have chosen. So let the moments fly. Autumn, winter, I'll forget you by next year. Some year, though it's hell that I'm going through. Some Tuesday, Tuesday, Thursday, Thursday, April, April, August, August, autumn, autumn, winter, winter, next next year. year. Some year, time heals everything. Time heals everything. But loving you. But back then, you felt differently. Who needs Belle? There were bells on the hill, but I never heard them ringing. Who needs the headache? I have money, I have things. Each possession you possess helps your spirits to soar. That's what's soothing about excess. Never settle for something less. Something's better than nothing, yes. But nothing's better than more. Please, spirit, no more curses we can't undo, set by choices we clearly blew. No more. Take a visa. No more memories. No more silent tears. No more gazing across the wasted years. I need to say goodbye. My time is coming to an end. But don't forget Ticket Feaser. I chose and my world was shaken. So what? The choice may have been mistaken. The choosing was not. You have to move on. And just like that, Scrooge was back in his own bed, jumping up as if he'd been awoken by that really crazy sensation when you feel like you're falling, but you actually aren't falling. Scrooge in his bed, wondering if that experience had really happened, or if it was like a spooky Mormon hell dream of his past. Right, and now we're moving into the toast of Broadway presence entrance. Spoiler alert. No, I I just thought I would bring it up, because I was wondering if that's who I'm playing. I mean, you guys still haven't told me what special character I step into, and I know Kimberly's is coming up here soon, and, and Brian is... Kevin, it's kind of, um, 
Let's just tell him the truth, Brian. See, Kevin, the thing is we forgot to... Forgot to um, tell you that your part is a surprise. We're just going to shout out for you to jump in. It'll be fun. Suspenseful element of not knowing who you're playing until we figure it out. I I, I mean, tell you. Okay, I'm ready. It'll be my one perfect moment. In time. All right, so so let's go on, shall yep, we? Yep, and I'm going to go get ready for my part. Yeah, you better change into your costume. Kevin. Just go, Kimberly. Oh, and good luck. Brian, it's bad luck to say good luck on opening night. Good luck. Good grief. Scrooge, having decided it had all been a bad dream, rested his head back on his pillow. The past. Zutaba humbug. And Belle? I'm... Very grateful she's a woman and so easy to forget, rather like a habit one can always break. And yet... Zutaba humbug. Scrooge was just about to drift off to that place where dreams are born and time is never planned. When suddenly, Scrooge's room seemed to fill with light. Scrooge sat up and immediately saw the light was spilling in from under the bedroom door. The light was coming from the living room. The light seems to be coming from the living room. I just said that. We need some light. First of all, we need some light. You can't sit here in the dark and all alone. It's a sorry sight. It's just you and me. We'll live. You'll see. Who's there? Come in, come in, and know me better, man. How do I know you won't attack me as soon as I open the door? (laughs) Guess you'll just have to take a leap of faith, ticket freezer. Are you... The second spirit of whose coming I was foretold? I am. I am the toast of Broadway present. He was a giant, majestic man clad in a coat of many colors. How he loved his coat of many colors. It was red and yellow and green and Yeah, 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 yeah. Many colors, they get it. Take my hand, Ticket Feaser, and I'll lead you to salvation. Whose salvation? Yours. Yours. Yours! <laughs> and with that, off they soared through the window and into the sky that seemed to quickly change from night to day. When they touched down on the ground, they were in the middle of a vibrant and bustling marketplace filled with people laughing, smiling, and looking around excitedly. Spirit, what's this? This is the Broadway Flea Market, one of the many exciting and important events that Broadway Cares, Equity Fights, AIDS organizes and puts on every year to help those less fortunate. For me, when I'm at the Broadway Flea Market, that's when I know the holiday season is finally beginning. This is incredible, Spirit. So many things to see. Look over there. Oh my God, how very odd. And what might they be? Something splendid, maybe. (laughs) Look over here. Can you bust? Isn't it just bedazzling, gazing, utterly amazing? Gazing round, it's like to die. Yes, but all these people spending money, opening their pockets like this and just... Spreading love. It's true what they say, Ticket Feaser. It's in the singing of the street corner choir. It's going home and getting warm by the fire. It's true. Wherever you find love, it feels like the holidays. And there's no more love anywhere in the world than here. Well, actually, I can think of one more place. Come on! The Broadway flea market melted away to darkness, then lights up on Washington Heights up at the break of... Brian, seriously? Kevin, 
My name is Brian Polofsky, and I think I'm a linaholic or an alkaline. No, a linaholic works. Let's just continue the story. Actually, I have to go prep for my part. It's coming up. Oh, right. Well, break a leg. Thanks. Scrooge looked up at the old, rundown apartment building down in Washington Heights and then looked back confused. Spirit, why have you brought me here to this place? Above Central Park, no less. I don't know anyone above 96th Street. Oh, you don't, huh? Well, how about the man coming down the street with his young boy on his shoulders? Is that... Yes, it is. It's my assistant, Bobby Cratchit. I didn't know he had a son. What are they doing? (laughs) It looks like they're having fun. Wherever we go, whatever we do, we're We're gonna gonna go through through it together. We may not go far, but sure as a star, wherever we are, it's together. Wherever I go, I know he goes. Wherever I go, I know he goes. No fits, no fights, no feuds, and no egos. Amigos. Amigos. Together. Tap solo. Wow. Yes, son. A triple time step. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right, Tapping Tim. You're okay. You're okay. Here. Back you go on my shoulder. I can almost do it, Papa. Papa, can you hear me? Papa, did you see me? I almost did the whole dance, just like Billy Elliot. Ah, uh, you did it, Tapping Tim. I saw you, and one day you'll be even better than Billy Elliot. No one will be able to stop the beat when you start dancing, I promise. But for today, Tim, I think we should at least take an equity ten, don't you? That's ten minutes, folks. Thank you, ten. One day, Papa, I'll be an even better dancer in a few years. Right, Papa? Like in six years? Uh, how old will I be in six years? Um, you'll be 13. 13! <laughs> Sorry, continue. Don't worry, Papa. I'll be so much better. I'll be so much better. I'll be so much better than before. Right, Papa? Come on, Tim. Let's get inside. The others will be waiting for us. Spirit, what's wrong with Cratchit's son tapping Tim? I don't know. They don't ever really make it clear in the book. So let's just say he has whatever Fosca had in passion that made her super sick and on the verge of death. Depression, loneliness, and a broken heart? Okay, let's just say he has really bad pneumonia. But come on, Scrooge. Let's see what the Cratchit family's doing for the holidays. Scrooge and the Toast of Broadway present floated up in the air and seemed to pass through the wall of the building and into a small but cozy apartment. A sweet but tired woman entered the room, smiling. Come, children. Mary, Colin, Dickon. Let's get this place tidied up. Your sister Martha will be home soon, then your father and tapping Tim. And if we don't clean this place, there won't be room for all of us. But, Mother, it's the holidays. We don't want to clean. It's not the holidays until everything is ready and everyone is home. Now get the lemon pledge and dust. They should be facing the same direction. When he gets up here, he wants it ready. We have to get it done before he wants, he wants, he wants. 
Martha. Happy holidays, everyone. Welcome home, Martha. Happy holidays, Mother. What did you bring us? Colin, your sister just walked in the door. Give her a moment to breathe before you start picking her pockets. Martha, please. Well, if I had a fine white horse, I'd take you for a ride today. But since I have no fine white horse, inside we'll have to stay. Now off you go. Help get everything ready for Father coming home with Tim. Go. They're coming. I can see them coming up the street from the window. Hide, Martha. Hide. Oh, my goodness. Oh, hello, everyone. My dear wife, Colin, Dickon, Mary. Wait, where's Martha? Here, sit down, love. Dickon, take Tim outside to the garden. You mean the fire escape? Yes. Come on, Tim. I'll teach you how to know when the thing is wick. What is it? What's wrong? Martha's not coming, Papa. Not coming? Not coming for the holidays? She's not here. She's not here. Love, I know you know. Here I am, Papa. (laughs) Martha! I couldn't let you be sad for one more second. Of course I've come home. And I have to say, it feels amazing to be back in this place. I forgot how it felt to live in a big place. My studio is so tiny. Spirit, did she just call this place big? She can't be serious. It's her home, Scrooge. Home should be where the heart is. Never were words so true. Martha, would you mind helping your siblings get cleaned up for dinner? Everything's almost ready. All right, you monsters. Martha, careful the things you say. Children will listen. (laughs) Let's go, munchkins. Let's get cleaned up for dinner. How was Tim? As good as gold and better. He said he hoped people saw him and knew that he believes every new day he gets to experience is a wonder of wonder, miracle of miracles. Oh, Tim. Daddy! Hey, Daddy, come here, okay? I need you. Wait, what's wrong, Papa? Nothing. I'm just happy to have everyone home. Don't worry, Papa. Some things are meant to be. The tide turning endlessly. The way it takes hold of me, no matter what I do. And some things will never die. The promise of who you are. Your memories when I am far from you. All right, Tim. Uh, Let's get you into your seat. Uh, Let's go, everyone. It's supper time. What a remarkable boy, Tapping Tim. Spirit, tell me, will he live If these circumstances remained unaltered, let's just say no one will be calling Tapping Tim the boy who lived. He's a cursed child. He can't die. There must be some other way. Are there no orphanages? Are there no chain gangs? Sure. Don't mock me now, I pray. A child could die. Well, if he'd rather die, then he'd better do it and decrease the standing room population. Come, everyone. Before we eat, let's say a blessing. But, Mother, look at all this food. Glorious food. You really outdone yourself, my dear. Everyone will be wanting to come for Mrs. Cratchit's meat pie, the best pie in London. All right, thank you. But a quick blessing. Let us be glad. Let us be grateful. And bless my soul. Herc is on a roll. Oh, that's right, Tim. Bless, Bless my, my soul. soul. Herc is on a roll. roll. The Cratchit's apartment began to slowly melt away, and as it did, Scrooge rushed forward, almost as if he was trying to reach out to Tapping Tim. But before he could reach him, it all faded away. It all faded away. It all faded away. But Scrooge. Tell me, Spirit, 
Where are you taking me? I'm about to change your life. Then by all means, lead the way. Scrooge, welcome to Avenue Q. Why have you brought me here, spirit? I thought you'd like to see the party you've been missing all these years. This building here on this side street, number 55 Rue Plumet, apartment 24601, is the home of your niece, Fred. All at once I'm several stories high, knowing I'm on the street where Fred lives. I couldn't have put it better myself. And with a wink and a smile, the Toast of Broadway present turned, and Scrooge found that they were floating upward. They climbed higher and higher. They climbed till the entire sun shone on their faces. Then they... Psst. They magically floated... Kimberly. What, Brian, what? You're in this next scene, too. Oh, God, you're right. Kevin, take over! Wait a minute. Mrs. Cratchit is not in Fred's party. No, it's her second character. Second character? I haven't even made an entrance in this story, and she is a second character? What? Wait, Kevin, I am positive, and try not to get upset, but I am positive your epic part is coming yet. Really? Kev, I'm positive. She's positive. 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 Oh, my God, you guys. Now, shut up and read the narration. Okay, great. Um, Where is she? Uh, Oh, right, here. Okay. Scrooge and the toast of Broadway present magically floated through the walls of the fifth floor walk-up and found themselves in an apartment completely furnished by Ikea and covered in photos and knickknacks. Six friends were spread around the room and completely wrapped up in what Scrooge quickly recognized was a game. All right, all right, all right. It's my turn. Oh, I do love when it's Fred's turn. She is the best at these games. Please, my love, you'll make me blush and lose my focus. And I need one more point to win. No, it takes two points to win. But you said... I've checked my math and I'm sorry. It takes two. I thought one was enough. It's not true. It takes two more points. All right. Here goes. Wait, before Fred's fate is decided, does anyone need a cocktail refresher? Oh, oh yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah, one. Darling! But wait, what are you drinking? Someone tell me, when's it my turn? Can I have a drink for myself? Starting now, it's going to be my turn. Easy now. Hush, love, hush. I keep telling you. What's your rush? Wait. Well, Harpaz, I'd like to thank you both, Fred and Fred's husband, for having us over for the holidays. Kevin, really? Fred's husband? I don't even have a name. Do I have a part? Touche. I think you mean tushy. Let's just keep going. I love coming here for the holidays. It's a jolly holiday with you, Fred. To To Fred, Fred, to to the the holidays, and and to to Fred's husband. Cheers! Okay, now you can have your turn, Fred. Thank you. After our Game Master Kimberly refreshes us all on the game's rules. (laughs) (laughs) This is the final round of the Lights of Broadway show card Heads Up. When we start the timer, Fred will place a show card on her head without looking at it. I won't look, as long as you all don't give me terrible clues so it's impossible for me to win. And to win, Fred has to correctly guess two cards. Mm. Oh, Oh, I'm so excited. Here we go. Oh, oh, it's, oh dear, this is a hard one. Come on, come on, someone give me a clue. Oh, um, there are three people. Can I say that? The Skyler 
sisters. The, the mean oh. girls. The Heathers. No, they, they, um, I don't know what they do. Does anyone know what they do? How do they not know who they are? None of you are helping. I think they're on the radio. They call their guests friends of the show. The girl is rather pretty. They do these ridiculous pun-filled radio plays. You can't make them hear you, Scrooge. Oh, I know. The devilishly handsome one who's always wearing the black FSU hat backwards. It's the Broad Wasted podcast. Yes. Next card. Who the hell is Broad Wasted? Next card. Oh, no, this can't be good. Oh, it's perfect. All right, let's see here. This person is a more ferocious animal than you'll find in The Lion King. And colder in his heart than the magical world in Frozen. Uh, He lived his life on Easy Street and never cared for anyone with a hard-knock life. When people see him, all they feel is loathing, unadulterated loathing. Oh, I know, I know. Well, then, make a guess. It's my Uncle Scrooge. She's done it again. She's beaten all of us for what? The fourth holiday in a row? Oh, my dear. How can you stand it? Oh, I don't know. I guess I'm in love with a girl named Fred. There it is. But if I might be serious for a moment, I propose a toast to my Uncle Scrooge. My mother, his sister, dearly loved him. And since I never got to ask her why, I love him too. And I know if he ever took the chance to dine with us and got to meet my wonderful husband, I just know he'd love our company. Oh my god, yeah, we're the best. I am a delight. To Uncle Scrooge. To To Uncle Uncle Scrooge. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, the party faded away, and Scrooge and the toast of Broadway present were suddenly standing in a dark, gloomy place. The hairs on the back of Scrooge's neck stood up when they realized where they were. The cemetery. Spirit, please, take us back to the party. Why have you brought us to this desolate place at the holidays? I... Oh, Spirit, your hair. It's turned white, and you look so old. Come to me, Ticket Feaser. The light is fading. Don't you see the evening star appearing? That bright star there? Spirit... There appears to be some kind of creature moving under your coat of many colors. The spirit suddenly threw back his robe, exposing... Kevin! This is a family show. It is a family show. I took this directly from the book. The spirit suddenly threw back his robe, exposing two demonic-looking children. Spirit, what are these hideous beasts? These are the unwanted and uncared-for offspring of mankind. The boy is ignorance. A child brought up in a world where budget cuts and lack of necessity have led to the removal of arts education in schools. The girl is want. The horrible fate of so many people without the valiant work of organizations like Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. Beware them both, but beware the boy more. For ignorance is the enemy of everyone and the downfall of all. Is there nowhere for them to find peace? Are there no orphanages? Are there no chain gangs? Spirit, please. I'm frightened of what is coming next. This place and... Spirit, it started to rain. When you walk through a storm, hold your head up high and don't be afraid of the dark. Goodbye, Ticket Feaser. No, no, Spirit, please, please don't leave me alone. But Scrooge wasn't alone. A shadowy figure towered behind him, freezing the surroundings with his icy cold silence. This is it. This is it. Kevin. What? 
your part. The toast of Broadway yet to come. What? No. No? No? It's perfect. This is co-starring material here. One of the three toasts? That's like top of the resume kind of stuff, Kev. I know. I'm jealous. But, But guys, the toast of Broadway yet to come is a silent part. It's a giant guy in a black hood who points at stuff. And you're a giant guy in a black hat. And you point at stuff all the time. No, You're no, pointing no, no, right no. now. No, okay, no. It's not fair that I don't have any lines that I'm going to be pointing. It's a radio play. Right. Um, Brian, tell him how we're going to fix that. Sure, Kimberly. Um, Kevin, we decided you could uh, ad-lib. Three times. Three times, total. Like a, like a game and a roll. A roll game. A, a game roll. Like sushi. It's a game roll. But, but how can I ad-lib lines for a part that is specifically written and portrayed in every version as a silent character because the future hasn't been written yet, so it can't be spoken? Oh, that's why they do that? Yeah, and that's like a big part of the Christmas carol. Channing! Sorry, sorry. Wait. Carol Channing! What? You can ad-lib three times, but only as Carol Channing. And the title change finally makes sense. It's brilliant! You're welcome. Wait. What? what? Does this make me the title character? Yes. Okay, I'll do it. Scrooge turned around and looked up into the dark, robed figure looming in front of him. Spirit, are you the toast of Broadway yet to come? The spirit that I fear most of all. I feel your fingers cold on my shoulder, your chilling touch as it runs down my spine. The spirit said nothing, but... It's so nice to be back home where I belong. Well, that's one. I'm bewitched, bothered, and bewildered by your sudden outburst, spirit, but I shall follow where you lead on. What? What are you pointing at? Those two producers over there smoking cigars as they walk through the cemetery? But I don't know them. All I know is that he didn't leave his money to me. Me either. I heard he had left it to his niece, but she wouldn't take it. Said the old man never shared anything with her in life, so she wouldn't share anything in his death. She didn't even come to the funeral today. So who got the money? Some man named Jean Valjean. No, wait, he changed his name. The name who owns the factory, the mayor. Didn't have his paperwork in order, but he seemed like he needed a break. He had a kid. Money is like manure. It's not worth a thing unless it's spread around encouraging young things to grow. (laughs) (laughs) Before the parade passes by, I gotta go and taste Saturday's high life. And that's two. Only one left. Make it count. Those producers talked with such dismissal for the man who had died. Surely this is to show me that if I don't change my ways, I could share in this poor man's fate. Now I understand, and it's time to leave the cemetery. But before Scrooge could move, a strange group of people approached. Scrooge realized with a sickening feeling that these American idiots were about to share something he had to hear. All right, all right. 
be as unassuming as possible. But let's see what you got from the old man's place. Seems poor taste to talk about this out in the open while the dirt over his body is still fresh. Come on, old Joe, let's go somewhere else. This is one of the most deserted places. Anyone who knows him seemed to stay far away from his funeral. He was no Evita, that's for sure. I got his center orchestra tickets to the opening night of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child Parts 1 and 2. Holy common Cusack, are you serious? They were just sitting there on his dresser when I went to collect the body. It was easy as life. So cough it up, Laundress. What you got? I got the curtains, though I had to fight off a nun who was shouting about making clothing out of them, and then I got these. His playbill pajamas. You took them right off his body? Left him there in his birthday suit? He was the happiest corpse I've ever seen. (laughs) What's that? I smell in the air. The American dream. Had to succeed in business without really trying. You've just got to pick a pocket or two. (laughs) 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 There's a hole in the world like a great black pit and the vermin of the world inhabit it and its morals aren't worth what a pig could spit and it goes by the name of New York City. I understand now, spirit. Take me home. But the spirit said nothing and simply pointed to something deeper in the heart of the cemetery. Please, I can see the writing on the wall. I know where this is headed. Before we go there, show me some sympathy, tenderness. I beseech thee, hear me. Okay, spirit. If that's what you want, I will drink your cup of poison. Lead on deeper into the cemetery. Scrooge followed the spirit until they reached a tranquil hill overlooking a brook. Scrooge could make out a red-headed woman standing over a very small gravestone with a flower. His heart sank. Off in the distance, a man stood separate from her, deeply grieving. No, no, spirit, no. That's Bobby Cratchit and his wife. Please, don't say that tapping Tim. Tim, I have brought you a lily today, for the roses were pale and the petals fell away. The morning mist has kissed your grave. Rest now and sleep. Our secrets will keep. Till we speak again tomorrow. Now, Bobby, I must go pick up the other children from Miss Hannigan's, so I'll leave you alone with him, but... Try not to be too late tonight, okay? Oh. Tim. Spirit, I can't let this happen. I can't let this be true. I brought you an extra pair of tabs. Cost me half a week's pay. But I know you've probably worn yours out with all the tap solos you're doing in heaven. Now, I I can't stay to watch the sunset tonight. I promised your mother I'd be home for the holiday dinner with the family. So... Be brave, son, and know that I long to race you to the top of the morning. Come, sit on my shoulders and ride. Run and hide, I'll come find you. Climb hills to remind you. I love you. I love you, my boy at my side. Happy holidays, Tim. If you see him in the streets, walking by himself, talking to himself, have pity. 
They are going through the unimaginable. No, not tapping Tim. No, God, you can take, you can give. Let him be. Let him live. If I die, let me die. Let him live. Please, spirit, I am changing. I'll be the revival version of myself, I swear, bigger, flashier, and with all the less than desirable parts either removed or reimagined. Just give me promises, promises that if I change, the tapping Tim will live, and I can sponge Bob away the writing on this stone. For the spirit had led them to one final gravestone. In front of a freshly dug grave. I will keep the spirit of the holidays with me all year round and support incredible organizations like Broadway Cares, Equity Fights, AIDS. I will honor Broadway in the past, present, and future and share love, give love, and spread love. I can change. I can change. I can learn to keep my promises. I swear it. I'll open up my heart and I will share it. Any minute now, I will be born again. Just tell me that this can all be erased. At that moment, the cloud shifted and the bright light of the moon caused the name on the gravestone to glow menacingly bright. Ticket of Scrooge. No, spirit, please speak to me. I have always been a woman who arranges things. For the pleasure and the profit it derives. I have always been a woman who arranges things like furniture and daffodils and lies. No! Holy crap, Kevin, that was amazing. I blacked out for a second. What happened? You did great, kid. But your part is over. Scrooge is back in his bedroom. He is? Yeah, and he's about to wake up in three, two, one. Wait, did that really just happen? Have I actually understood? I jumped over the moon, a leap of moon! He's back! I'm home. Oh, I, I can't believe it. They did it. Oh, they, oh, they, they actually, I, I miss, I corny as Kansas in August, high as a flag on the 4th of July. They, they've done it. Charlie and the spirits be praised, they've done it. Oh, in, in one night, or, or have they, what day is today? Scrooge ran to the window and threw it open and discovered the caroler down below. Oh, hello. Oh, no, not you again. I'll push off. No, 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 wait, wait, what is today? Today? Why, today's... Well, I'm not really sure, because we're not getting specific about anything other than it's the holidays, so really, it could be a variety of days. But for the sake of this story, let's say it's the day you can't believe it actually is. Is it really that day? I can't believe it. Oh, the spirits, they did it in one night. Oh, but, but of course they did. With them, anything goes. I don't think that means what you think it means. Listen, Caroler, dear friend, I need your help. I will pay you handsomely. Hmm, how handsome we talking here? Stephen Pasquale Bridges of Madison County handsome. Yep, I'm in. So, what's the plan? Well, 
About 30 minutes later, well, 40 because of train traffic ahead of us, Scrooge arrived at a building he now knew all too well in Washington Heights, the home of Bobby Cratchit. (laughs) Won't Cratchit be surprised to see me? I bet he'll feel like he's losing his mind. All right. Back to being wicked. Cratchit. 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 Okay. I'll ring the buzzer. You'll be surprised, all right. Hello? Who's there? Cratchit. I'm standing out here in the snow. Now you get out here this instant. No! But, but, uh, Mr. Scrooge... uh... Or do you want to spend the rest of your holiday unemployed? Uh, Sorry, Mr. Scrooge. I'll be right down. Oh, that man is such a... No! All right, all right. Keep it together. Okay, here he comes. Mr. Mr. Scrooge, what are you doing here? Well, I couldn't let this go on for a single day longer, Cratchit. I have had enough of how things have been going with you. But, Mr. Scrooge, it's just one day a year. I promise I'll be back at work, bright star and early tomorrow. I promise. No, I don't want to see you at the office the rest of the week. Because you are no longer my assistant. No. That's right. You're now my partner. Please, Mr. Scrooge. What? You're my partner. And effective immediately, your salary is tripled. You now have a full benefits package. But, Mr. Scrooge, I, I don't understand. And I'm officially taking on the financial obligation of tapping Tim's medical expenses. I don't know what to say. It's hard to speak my heart. And his arts education. Because every child deserves to discover themselves through the arts. All right, Mr. Scrooge, I've kept my mouth shut long enough. My love. No, you listen to me, Mr. Ticket Feaser Scrooge. You better have a bloody, bloody Andrew Jackson good reason to come up here and interrupt my family's holiday meal. He came to make me a partner, give me a 300% raise, and pay for Tim's school and dance lessons. Well, that's not a bad reason at all. Ah, remarkable. Right on time. Now, Mrs. Cratchit... I know you are a phenomenal cook, so please take no offense, but I thought you might enjoy some help. So, I've had every item on the menu at my favorite Thai restaurant delivered here. And, for dessert, I've bought everything that Lulu's Pie Shop sells. Mr. Scrooge, I am eternally in your debt. Please say you'll come upstairs and join us. Oh, I wish I could. But I can't. I have other plans. Uh, We're hoping that calling us to meet you here was not some kind of trick. This season is a very busy time of the year for us. I know. And I regret that I was terribly rude to you before in my office. So first, I wanted to give you this check. My donation in the amount of... Holy... Mr. Scrooge, are you sure? There's a lifetime's worth of back donations in that amount. And if there's anything we could do to help you today, I thought my family could volunteer to help with you. Why, of course. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Just then, Tapping Tim poked his tiny face out from behind the door where he'd been listening and smiled. And bless my soul, Herc is on a roll. That's that's right, Tapping Tim. That's right. Bless my soul, Herc is on a roll. 
Scrooge kept his word and was a better man than anyone ever expected. His kindness and generosity were legendary, and he quickly became a second father figure to Tapping Tim, who was able to make a full recovery and grow into a strong, talented dancer who always booked it. And from that year on, every winter holiday season, Scrooge gathered with the Cratchits and Fred's friends and volunteered with Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. And before they sat down for their holiday meal, Tim would say, God bless us. Everyone. Really? I thought we'd replace that line with... Yeah, but you can't really do a spoof of a Christmas carol... Tannic! Sorry. ...without including the most famous line. Ooh, and it's the name of a song in the Alan Menken musical version of A Christmas Carol. Tannic! So it totally counts as a pun, too. And that, folks is the end of this tale. Thanks for listening to a broad-waisted carol. Channing, sorry. Oh, wait, that one worked. (laughs) Thank you to our amazing cast of Friends of the Show. And thanks to all of you for listening in. We hope you have an amazing holiday season. But before we go and exchange gifts, here's info on how you can give a gift that matters this holiday season. Hey everyone, happy holidays. My name is Jenna Ashkowitz. Aaron Albano. Kara Lindsay. Leslie Margarita. What's up, y'all? This is James Monroe Eichelhart. J.M. Strong Johnson. Telly Leon. Adam Kaplan. Haley Pachim. Hannah Ellis. Sarah Marie Jenkins. Alana Levine. Jillian Pensavalli. Robbie Roselle. This is Mo Brady. And Nika Graf Lanzaroni. Andrew Brightus. My name is Squigs. My name is Cesar Samayoa. Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS helps men, women, and children across the country and across the street receive life-saving medication healthcare, nutritious meals, counseling, and emergency financial assistance. Since 1988, Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS has raised more than $285 million for essential services for people with HIV and AIDS and other critical illnesses in all 50 states, Puerto Rico, and Washington, D.C. They've also awarded annual grants to more than 450 family service organizations nationwide. The great Jonathan Larson wrote, Share love, give love, spread love. Please donate now to Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS and help everyone to celebrate this season of love this holiday season. To give your holiday gift to Broadway Cares, visit donate.broadwaycares.org slash broadwasted. Don't throw away your shot to make a difference. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for supporting BCEFA. Happy holidays! And may your 2018 be as bountiful as Laura Dern's 2017. Happy holidays from all of us at Broadwasted. And as we finish every episode... Happy holidays, everyone! Happy... No! (laughs) All right. (laughs) Outtakes. He's always a little bit under the weather. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. By drawing upon the talents, resources, and it... (laughs) See, this is where it goes down. (laughs) Once the first one happens, then it's over. By drawing upon the talents, resources, and... (laughs) That doesn't count! It doesn't count! It doesn't count! I'm so sorry! But I'm not. We're into the little scene where Fred... You guys are crazy. You know that? Crazy. Like, absolutely insane. That's pretty much us. That's pretty much us. <laughs> you want me to do a kiss sound? Wait, let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
so perfect. It's really good at vocal technique. So, so really, you can do this anytime. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me like straining. I know. <laughs> 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 the you veins the popping out of my neck. How'd you get notes? Well, I have a video. <laughs> <laughs> um, here it is, doctor. <laughs> Darling! Guest one, guest two, and guest three all answer that they do. Is that right? Oh no, that's just uh, oh. stage directions. Oh. <laughs> 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 I loved every second of that though. Uh, I made it work, you know? Yeah, that's gonna make it oh, look super real. That's <laughs> funny. Oh my god, okay. That's wait. perfect. So you just do the darling again. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) May you be happy with the life you have chosen. (laughs) Sterile. (laughs) I'll do it serious. I just same. (laughs) I just came to say goodbye, love. Goodbye. May you be happy with the life you have chosen. splendored thing. Love lifts us up where we belong. All you need is love. Perfect. Uh. Oh my god. <laughs> How much is this going to end up in outtakes? Also that laugh <laughs> that's like snagglepuss. It's all going to be around the thing. Alright. Just that. I never do that. Alright. By drawing upon the talents, resources, and generosity of the... (laughs) Generosity. By drawing upon the talents... (laughs) Oh my god, I can't do it. By drawing upon the talents, resources, and generosity... Oh no. You're just going to have the first paragraph, Kevin? (laughs) That's how I read it. Uh, they've also... <laughs> this isn't happening. <laughs> That's all you're going to get. <laughs> I can't read. And as we finish every episode... Cheers! Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.